0: Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral Forgiven and Free from Pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show. The Dustin Daniels Show, unashamedly
1: proclaiming God's purity through his son, Jesus Christ. Devoted to saving marriages, dedicated to protecting children, addressing sex with biblical truth and without shock value. You're listening to the Intersection of Life and Lust. Call toll-free at one 5 dustin And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor, Dustin Daniels.
0: It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So Christ truly has set us free. Now make sure that you stay free. And don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Have you ever thought to yourself that Christ has indeed forgiven others? And he has forgiven me. Except... Except for this one thing. I mean, how could God forgive me for, for that? Whatever that may be. And maybe it was something that you, you did. Maybe it was something that was done to you. And regardless of what it is, there's a voice deep down inside of you telling you that whatever that thing is, it's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. And and you tell yourself that Jesus has forgiven others, but he, he can't forgive me for that. And I got to tell you, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've said that to myself. And I believe that lie for so many years of my life. It has kept me bound up in the silence and the shame for over 20 years of my life. And now... I hear that same exact lie from other men and women. I mean, it really is amazing that shame and the demonic spiritual world doesn't have any new tricks. That they spew the same lies to all of humanity. That they've been doing exactly the same thing since the fall. So what do you do when you hear that lie of unworthiness? The only thing to do is to replace that lie with truth, the truth of Galatians 5, that Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand and never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. And that includes yourself. And you know, another lie that we tend to believe is that Jesus can set others free from pornography, from this bondage of pornography, but not me. I've I've been looking too long, Dustin. I've I've got this secret life, man. You you just don't know. It, it it would hurt my family too much if they found out. You know, I I would lose my job, my church, and and even my ministry. So, we continue to believe that lie and step back into a self-imposed prison filled with shame and by voluntarily putting that, that harness of slavery, of pornography, around our own neck. I mean, is it true? That Jesus can set others free from the bondage of pornography, except me? Well, my guest today has a lot to say regarding that question. Stephen Kewen has been leading recovery groups speaking at college campuses and providing free online counseling through the Belt of Truth Ministries ever since he got steamrolled by Jesus and set free from the chains of pornography addiction himself. His passion is to allow God to use the story of his life, the story of redemption, to encourage others uh, and other men to seek the healing through the work of Christ as well. Stephen, welcome back to the Dustin Daniels Show. Hey, how's it going? Good, 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 good. So good to have you back this week. You are the author of a book titled 10 Lies That Men Believe About Porn, The Lies That Keep Men in Bondage, and The Truth That Sets Them Free. Last week, we heard your amazing story of of bondage, of addiction to pornography, and how God set you free. And, And this week, we want to continue our discussion, our conversation, and answer specifically this lie, and the lie that says, you know, Jesus can set others free from pornography, Stephen, but not me. I mean, you have this lie as lie number seven in your book, and I'm just curious, how how many times or how many years did you yourself believe that lie?
2: Oh, yeah, man, for most of my addiction, to yeah. be honest. You know, like, like I shared last week, I, I grew up in the church. You know, I was in church almost every Sunday. I was helping a youth group even went to seminary for a couple of years. I, you know, I knew the Bible. I knew all the Bible trivia questions and that sort of stuff. <laughs> and so I would, you know, and I'd hear the same thing. It's like, well, I'm, the, the biblical path to overcoming addiction or anything is to try harder, do better, pray more, read your Bible more. Um, it's all this self-help sort of stuff. And so I kept doing that, and it wasn't working. And what I started to believe was like, well, yeah, sure, God promises, you know, I am the truth, and the truth will set you free, and and so clearly that's promised in Scripture, but it's not working for me. I'm still struggling. So, therefore, His promise applies to everybody but me. And the really the really scary thing about this is, um, you know, I, I'm sure you know there's the 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 statistics on like people in my generation, I'm in my early thirties, but you know, twenty and thirty year olds, there's a the number of them that are leaving the church because they just say "It, it doesn't work for me. This this God stuff isn't real. It's it's staggering. And so the challenge that I bring up in this chapter is is to really try and get the reader to consider
0: You know, I love that verse as well. The truth will set you free, and I've heard many men say the same thing to me, Stephen. The 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 side note to that verse, though, the truth will set you free, is that we don't realize that the truth hurts like crazy first. Yeah. Right. It just it it hurts. It's almost like when people enter our ministry, the one of the first things I tell them is, look, you are getting ready to experience one of the most freeing things that you could ever experience this amazing journey with Jesus Christ and yet it's going to look like a beautiful disaster first. Does that make sense yeah. to you?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you look at the scripture even says like the, the refiner's fire, you know, and it's like sometimes you got to you throw the gold in the fire and that's what that's what purifies it. And you know, last time I checked, that's probably not a comfortable process. <laughs> I've heard the analogy of, of hanging he always provided a way for me to continue to thrive even without that so it was yeah it was hard but
0: isn't that amazing Stephen that that when Jesus uh, that when you we lose our jobs we lose our families we lose our lose our marriages all because of, of my stubbornness my unwillingness to become real my unwillingness to truly repent that um, it's when we hit rock bottom when we start looking up. But at the same time, the question that that we have to ask ourselves is: Is Jesus enough when you lose your job? Is Jesus enough if you're going through your mar- you lose your marriage? Is Jesus enough? Did you hear anything similar to that question? To where he was going, you know, Stephen, I want you to trust me here. Am I really enough? You you say that I'm enough. Now I'm going to put you in a position. And a situation to see if that's true.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's funny. Like I'm, I'm a bit stubborn. So for uh, you too, for me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, it it wasn't so much a question from him. It was like I literally remember him, him telling me, like, I am doing this so you realize that I am enough, and I will show you that I am enough. And it was like. I don't know. I think I think God knew that I was so stubborn in that moment. If he asked me, am I enough? I would continue to say, I don't know. You know, it's like he had to graciously intervene and just say, you know what? I am enough. I'm going to do whatever it takes to prove to you that I am enough. And in retrospect, it was one of the most loving things he could have done.
0: Yeah, it's funny how we don't perceive it that way, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Stephen Kewen is my guest today. We are talking about his brand new book. It's called 10 Lies Men Believe About Pornography. And to visit uh, Stephen's ministry, it's called beltoftruth.com. And when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about trust and what it really, really looks like to trust. And Stephen has an amazing story dealing with Niagara Falls when we come back.
1: Sometimes all it takes to start believing in extraterrestrials is to have a couple of kids.
3: Grace-based advice from Dr. Tim Kimmel on today's Family Matters Minute.
1: There was a point on the calendar when my wife and I seriously thought aliens had taken up residence in our house. We wondered if perhaps we ought to invite Sigourney Weaver over for some parenting tips. Listen, kids can melt your heart with a simple smile, but they come with some onboard flaws to their nature that occasionally make you speculate as to whether or not they're human. Don't bother looking for the mothership hovering nearby. It's not there. They just had that little streak of Adam in them that makes you real glad God sent us all a Savior. He also gave you all you need to raise your kids well and have a lot of fun in the process. The Bible calls it grace.
3: Helpful resources for your family, including information about Tim Kimmel's book, Grace-Based Parenting, is available at familymatters.net. Because of the way I was raised as a kid, my thought life and perspective of what I thought was normal concerning sexuality was completely distorted and wrong. Since coming to Seven Places, for the first time I've been able to witness what it is to have an accurate and honest view of sexuality and what is normal. I've been able to witness other men walking in a healthy manner the first time, I'm seeing examples and learning how to properly and effectively love my wife for the first time. Um, A year ago, I was about to lose my wife and kids because of my distorted view of sexuality and what I thought was normal. This ministry has transformed my thought life and the way I not only view my wife, but also, my relationship with Jesus, this ministry simply teaches us how to fall in love with Jesus, and as a result, other things in life fall into place.
1: Seven Places Ministries is a Christ-centered, pastoral-led recovery ministry. For more information, please visit sevenplaces.org.
0: Welcome back to the Dustin Daniels show. So I made an apology last week about our donation page. (laughs) Uh, Nothing like trying to uh, ask for your prayerful and financial support when the donation page is not even working. So the good news is that it's working now. You can visit DustinDanielsRadio.com to support the ministry. There's a red button at the top right-hand portion of it. And you can also, it's been completely revamped and the really, really cool thing is that you can also give now by text. So it literally takes less than 30 seconds to give to the ministry. want to thank you for that. Uh, if you're interested in learning how to, to give by text, very simple. All you have to do is uh, text the number 57682. Once again, 57682. And then in the body of the text, type in seven places. S-E-V-E-N, Places, P-L-A-C-E-S, all one word, and then hit send. Seven Places Ministries, by the way, is a Christ-centered, pastoral-led recovery and transformation center that specializes in sexual wholeness. By God's grace, I'm the founding pastor of the ministry, and the ministry itself is is what makes this radio show uh, a reality. So once again, thank you so much for your prayerful and your financial support. Today we are speaking with Stephen Kewen. He is the author of a book titled 10 Lies Men Believe About Porn and we are talking about lie number seven today that Jesus can set others free from pornography but just not me. And I'm, I'm reminded of, of John 8 where y- you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. In John eight thirty six, if the Son sets you free, that you are free indeed. So, Stephen, before the break, we were getting ready to talk about this story that you share uh, in your book about Niagara Falls. And it really, it's the difference between belief and faith.
2: Yeah, and thats uh, I, I love this story. It's, uh, if anyone growing up in youth group in the church, they've probably heard it. But uh, basically, it's, uh, I'm I'm not sure if it's true or not, but uh, theoretically, back in the 20s, there was uh, this guy, and he was a a tightrope walker, and he would do these shows where he would walk across the tightrope across uh, Niagara Falls, and it always drew a huge crowd, and he was quite the showman, so he'd walk across, and everyone would applaud, and then he gets on a bike, and he rides his bike across and back, and everyone's like, wow, this is amazing, and uh, then he comes back, and he picks up a wheelbarrow, and he walks across and back with a wheelbarrow, and everyone's just, you know, like, this guy's something else. So he gets back to the side by the crowd and he looks at the crowd and he says, do you guys believe that I could carry somebody across in this wheelbarrow? And Of course, everyone (laughs) just freaks out. They're like, yeah, that's going to be the coolest thing ever. We totally believe. So then he says, okay, who wants to get in the wheelbarrow? Yeah. You know, and of course, nobody volunteers. And to me, that's just such a perfect example of the difference between belief and faith. You know, everyone in that crowd, they believe, they're like, oh, yeah, God can, or, uh, you know, this guy can totally do that the same way that we in the church say, oh, yeah, God can totally do that. But when all of a sudden it becomes personal and God says, hey, will you get in the wheelbarrow? Will you have faith enough to trust me to get in my wheelbarrow? We say, uh, no, nah, not right now, maybe later. And, you know, that's the difference between belief and faith. Oftentimes we'll say, yeah, we have faith, but really what we mean is we have belief and it hasn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and you use this, I don't want to say mathematical equation here, but basically it's this, that trust plus action, that we actually have to do something, that's the kind of faith that changes lives, that this trust plus action. Can you say more on that?
2: Yeah, well, I think it's really important to understand that it has to be in that order. Trust comes first. Faith comes first. Once we believe God enough to do what he says, then that will change your life. But what happens is oftentimes we get that backward, And we say, if I can become good enough, if I can do enough good things and get my behavior in check, then I will be a good enough Christian and have faith
0: Amazing how many times Jesus himself said, trust God, because if we're not trusting God, we're trusting in ourselves. Right. Right. exactly. And, and we're basing my my future decisions on my past experience. And and that's what I hear you saying, Stephen. And kind of the one of the sayings that we have at, at Seven Places is trust God and work hard. And just like you said, you can't get you can't work hard first and then trust God. You got to right. trust God first and then work hard. And and, and I love that story because I, it's like Jesus says is, is saying, hey, Dustin, hey, Stephen, get in the wheelbarrow, man. Come on, let's go. And it, isn't it amazing to you in your own journey how until we get in the wheelbarrow that that action produces the, the faith that we so desperately want and yearn for and that we read about in God's word?
2: Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, it's like, until we give God a chance to come through for us, we're never going to know for sure. You know, and that's that's why God gives us trials. That's why God calls us to difficult things sometimes. Not because he's trying to test us. It's because he wants to give us an opportunity to see him come through. And the more times we see him come through, the easier it becomes to trust him. That's how faith grows. It's by continually stepping out and saying, okay, God, I'm going to get in the wheelbarrow because I know you will come through. And then when he does, it makes it that much easier the next time because you have this proven track record of God coming through for you.
0: Let's talk about worry, the the opposite of trust. What what does worry and then trying to control the situation do with our relationship to Christ?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, if you're trying to control the situation, if you're worrying about it and all that, it robs you of that ability to, to see God come through. You know, I, I tell another story in, in the same chapter about uh, cliff jumping into a river. Yeah. And, you know, it's like oftentimes <laughs> we we want to, we come up to the edge and we're like, well, I don't know. It's pretty high. I'm not sure if it's safe. Yeah, I've seen other people do it, but I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just climb down and, and wade into the water and, and that way I can still get in the water. And, you know, we're trying to look for this safe way to do it. But sure, you can wade down to the water, but you're not cliff jumping. You're not going to experience the times with worry or fear or doubt you know these are natural parts of being a human but but if we allow them to to run our decision making it will rob us from experiencing god fully coming through for us so yeah i mean there's there's risk that god calls us to as followers and it's because he wants to i mean you know for lack of a better word he, he wants to show off you know he wants to.
0: He wants to <laughs> i love that us.
2: yeah i mean that's it's great like, that.
0: Stephen, thank you so much for your your time. Uh, Stephen, Q and 10 lies men believe about porn, the lies that keep men in bondage and the truth that sets them free. To learn more about Stephen's ministry and this book, you can visit his website at beltoftruth.com. Thank you again for, for listening and let Stephen and I encourage you as you are on this journey of sexual purity of of sexual wholeness of sexual health to get into that wheelbarrow Jesus says come on get into the wheelbarrow trust me in this and we will we will move forward i'll show you this beautiful life that i've got planned for you and it's absolutely positively going to be bigger and better more holy and righteous than you could ever imagine because it's all about seeking first the kingdom of God for more information on the radio show visit Now let's remember God's word in 1 Corinthians 4.20 that the kingdom of God isn't just a lot of talk it's living it's jumping into that wheelbarrow it's living in God's power through the power of the Holy Spirit and the very name and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I love you. I'll see you next week.
1: Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit dustindanielsradio.com.